Little Wing is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. I'm in a period of emotional upheaval. Let's have all the, oh, I don't care crap. A little adventure. Where are you going? I'm going to steal a bird from the Russian pigeon mafia. Let's do it. Goes a long way. <laughs> Starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Life can hurt, but life is sweet. Little Wing, rated PG-13, may be inappropriate for children under 13. Now streaming exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Hello, hello. Welcome back to Peak Northwest, an outdoors and travel podcast by the Oregonian and Oregon Live, dedicated to the adventure and exploration of our beautiful Pacific Northwest. I'm Jamie Hale. And I'm Vicki Connor. Together, we take you to some of the most beautiful and interesting destinations in our region, discussing where to go, what to do, and places to see. And because there is still so much snow in the mountains, we thought we'd take another trip up to the slopes of Mount Hood. Yeah, but because neither of us has spent that much time up on Mount Hood this season, we thought we'd bring back one of our favorite guests who has, trending reporter and car-free travel expert at the Oregonian, Oregon Live, our colleague, Lizzie Acker. Lizzie, welcome back to the show. Hello. Nice to be here. Lizzie, we understand that you have taken a recent trip up to Mount Hood with none other than your daughter, Nona. Yep, it was pretty awesome, I have to say. <laughs> I, You know how sometimes you're dreading something? <laughs> like, it's not actually going to be fun. I'm going to do it. I said I'm going to do it. And sometimes that works out because we had just, like, the greatest time. And I, I think my expectations were quite low. <laughs> but um, but it turned out it very much exceeded exceeded those low expectations. And it was great. I think everyone should do it, actually. Amazing. Well, listeners may remember you talking about your trip with Nona to Cannon Beach uh, via bus. Uh, this is a series you've been doing, seeing places you can go in the area without getting in a car, which is one of my favorite series. I, I love that you're doing this. Um, so we thought we'd have you back on to talk about your trip up to Mountain Hood with Nona. I am so curious about how all of this got, got started. Um, but so first, I mean, what was the impetus behind going up to Mountain Hood specifically? Well, I love Mount Hood and I love the snow and skiing and stuff like that. Um, plus we see Mount Hood all the time, you know, well, okay, not all the time. It's been a very cloudy winter, but when we see Mount Hood, um, Nona, you know, knows what it is and is excited to talk about it. Um, and of all of the places that Portlanders go, Mount Hood is one that we, like a lot of people go to. Um, and I thought, it should, we should be able to get there without a car. You know, I don't like to drive and I have a, we have a 2013 leaf, so it doesn't make it very far, especially when you're going up a mountain. Um, plus just, you know, driving in the winter on Mount Hood is treacherous. It's not fun. It's stressful. Um, but like I said, I love skiing and I love the snow. So I thought, you know, after I've been doing this, like taking Nona on car free trips and also just myself and over the summer, I did a couple that didn't involve Nona, but involved my bike. Cause I haven't quite gotten to the point where I could take Nona and the bike. Um, but, uh, 
yeah, people suggested Mount Hood and I was like, yeah, Mount Hood is a place I want to go because it's, it seems like it should be so easy. On the other hand, is it, you know, I didn't know. So had Nona been up to Mount Hood before? She hasn't ever been to Mount Hood. Um, yeah, you know, she's a pandemic baby for one thing. She's not fully a pandemic. She was born a few months before the pandemic started. But, um, you know, there was like two years where we didn't do anything at all. And then it's just been, yeah, like it's too hard to even contemplate driving up to the mountain with her. But she also loves the snow. Um, and she loves adventures. And she – and thing that I love about taking the bus or any public transit with her is that she also loves public transit. You know, it's, it's really fun when you're a kid to take the bus. It's, it's so much easier in a way because your mom or dad is sitting right next to you. Your parent is right there. You don't have to, um, be in the back seat, just sort of like alone, um, kicking the seat, trying to get your parents' attention. Uh, it's like we're together. We get to experience it together. And also, um, I don't, you guys have probably not driven with a young child, but it adds a lot to the stress level. Like, here's an example. We've been in the car before and she's like decided her coat must come off or something. And you're on the freeway and there's a kid screaming at your head like, I had my car off. And you're like, oh my gosh, we're all going to die. You know, so that doesn't happen on the bus. You just take their coat off. <laughs> I'm curious to know... Is she able to, like, um, draw the connection of, oh, we are going off to that snowy peak that sometimes we can see on a clear day? Or, like, did she really know where she was going? She did, yeah, because we'd been talking about it. So we'd been trying to take this trip for months, actually. You know, the reason we went on spring break was it was not – that was not the plan. (laughs) The original plan was, like, closer to Christmas. Um, There was really terrible weather the first time we were going to go, and I – I was taking her by myself, so I was not really ready to be stuck on Mount Hood with a three-year-old, um, or like, and since I hadn't done it before, I didn't know about, like, what would happen, like, where where were the, where are the pressure points or the, you know, the places where it could go wrong. Now that I've done it, it's actually much easier than I thought it would be. I think the main consideration is where are you going to go to the bathroom, because unlike on the bus to Cannon Beach, there is no bathroom on any of these buses. They're just basically city buses, so you have to know where you're going to go be. Um, and if, for example, if the bus got stuck for a long time on, on the way to Mount Hood, that could be an issue, but that didn't happen. The bus was perfectly on time. So anyway, the first time it was too, the weather was just too questionable. The second time Nona got sick. And so this was the third time, third time happened to be a charm. And, um, yeah, so, so we'd been talking about it for a while and she did know that's where we were going. In fact, she was like, so we live, we live close to the Alameda Ridge where you can sometimes see the mountain in the distance over the golf course and it's just so pretty and I'm always like look at Mount Hood I love it so much so we talk about it a lot and she she at least humors me and says she also likes it so (laughs) well Lizzie I'm so curious to see and to hear about how this this trip unfolded so why don't we start at the beginning where did you start with trying to get from Mount Hood I assume from your front door what's your first step our first step well on the day we went, the worst weather was in Portland. It was raining like just, you know, this has been a wet spring and it was just a miserable day outside. So we walked about three blocks and stopped at the coffee shop. 
<laughs> and we were, you know, it was good. It was good because we were actually in our full snow gear, um, which kept us pretty comfortable in the rain. And we got a treat. Treats, crucial element in a trip with a three-year-old or with a 40-year-old. You know, I'm a 40-year-old. I like the treats. <laughs> um, so, and then I kind of... It, you know, the thing with TriMet, which I love, is that there's always, not always, but lots of times there's multiple options to get where you want to go. And basically, you need to get from Portland to the Gresham Transit Center. And where I live, there's multiple options for that. And I ended up taking kind of a longer route because I didn't want to be out in the rain a lot. So, but it was fine. We left, you know, you. I think that this trip could take two two and a half hours. We took a, a little bit longer because we left early. I wanted to, there to be like plenty of time. So to get to the transit, the uh, Gresham Transit Center, we just actually took three buses. Um, so that's a lot, but we didn't have to take three buses. We took three buses to avoid the rain and avoid the max to be, to be quite honest. I actually, on the way back, we did take the max and it was fine. Um, there's a couple max stops that I just like don't love to get off on and it can be easier to just take the bus. And also, oh, I know we wanted to take the FX too. that there's a new bus that goes down to vision. That's like super fast and I haven't taken it before. It, um, and that was pretty fun. It was a sleek new bus. So you take a few buses to get out to Gresham and then mm -hmm. from there, what's your next step? From there, uh, well, first we went to the bathroom in a Multnomah County building because they don't have a bathroom there. But <laughs> this is very crucial information because, you know, my parents actually love to do things without car. They don't have a car for environmental reasons. And so they've done this before, but they were like, there's no bathrooms. And I was like, we have to find bath. You know, like there must be bathrooms. And there's a Multnomah County building there with a public restroom. Um, so there is a bathroom. Yeah. It says public restroom, so I, nobody gave us any trouble or anything. Um, <laughs> I mean, it helps when you have a cute three-year-old. <laughs> what are they going to do? Um, but, yeah, so from the Gresham Transit Center, you get on the SAM, I believe it's called. It's it, it, There's a bus stop that will say SAM. That's the San, Sandy area um, bus, and that will take you to Sandy. Um, and that bus is the steep cost of one dollar um wow yeah i know really pushing it, <laughs> pushing it there it's yeah one dollar <laughs> so if that. you want to take the bus up to mount hood it is so cheap i i mean you pay for trimet i have like trimet passes from the days that i used to commute to work like so many on my phone that at this point i'm just like you know whatever i feel like that costs zero dollars and also for a three-year-old it is zero dollars um so but then once you get to gresham it's a dollar to get to sandy two dollars to get to the mountain and if you're going to do it a round trip in one day you can buy a five dollar day pass that'll get you there and back we didn't do that but you know so it was six six dollars total three there and three back um and yeah so then we take you take the bus and i think that bus came every half an hour um, and then the bus, the one thing you're going to want to look at is the schedule for sure. Because the bus, once you get to the Sandy transit center, the bus, the Mount Hood express comes like every two hours or one. It just depends on what time of day it is. Um, and I do think they're moving to some, to a, like 
a system kind of like TriMet where they track the buses, but right now it's it's not as high-tech as TriMet where you can be like, the bus is coming in 12 seconds kind of situation. So, um, but, you know, Sandy is adorable. The Sandy Transit Center is in the middle of town. There is a bathroom at the Sandy Transit Center. <laughs> and um, if, if you wanted, you could spend an hour in Sandy. You know, I was a little worried. I guess once you get to Sandy is when you're like, okay, the, the weather could be really bad and the bus could be like really delayed. And, um, but you could, you know, you could turn around if you, if you got there and you were like, uh, no, not going to work. You could just turn around. But, um, for us, the buses were all on time. Uh, we timed it. So like basically we got off the Sam and got on the Mount Hood Express. And if you have skis, um, you could put them, you know, you can take them on the buses and you can put them on the Mount Hood Express. Um, both Sam and Mount Hood Express were not very many people when we went and it was spring break, you know? Um, yeah. And then the Mount Hood Express takes you actually, there's a bunch of stops. Well, not, not too many, but there's multiple stops on the way up to government camp, a couple stops in government camp and it goes all the way to Timberline. Is that where you ended up going all the way to Timberline? We actually did not My first plan was to go to Timberline the first trip. And then when I rescheduled it, the, the pool at Timberline was closed. And I was like, the pool at Timberline is like, is really what you go for. I thought maybe there'd be more to do in, in government camp. Um, so we went to Huckleberry Inn, which is a classic. I don't know. Have you guys ever been to Huckleberry, Huckleberry Inn? I have not. No. Uh-uh. Um, I stayed there like as a child, no, at, at ski camp as a kid in high school. And it's exactly the same. I mean, it's like, you know, it's been the same for 50 years, but it's, uh, it's adorable. And, you know, government camp is so, everything's so close. Um, I did, I will say almost the second thing we did, the first thing we did when we got there was go get some food cause we were hungry. So we went to Ratskeller, pretended to play pinball, ate. You know, as I've I said in my story, like, I don't think you go to government camp for the food. You go for the vibes. <laughs> <laughs> the food there isn't, like, amazing or anything. Um, and there's lots of bread and cheese products mixed together. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there was pinball there. But then I bought a sled because I was like, I, I can't expect this child to walk on the snow with any sort of speed that will be acceptable to me. <laughs> so... Uh, I had this plan. I was like, I'll leave the sled there. Then as we were leaving, I was like, what was I thinking? I can't just like drop a sled in the middle of the, you know, so now we have two sleds and if I do it again, I'll just bring our sled or one of our two sleds now. So I, I hauled the sled back, but, um, it was perfect because then I could just take her around. The first day it was pretty snowy. Um, and we did some sledding. We had hot chocolate. We... Uh, there's a museum there that I've never been to. It's kind of one of those things that you're like, oh, what is that? That's a thing that, like, my grandma would make me go to. It's like the Mount Hood Cultural Center. But it was cool. There was, like, you know, it was snowing and windy. And I was like, let's go in and see if we can get out of this weather. And there were some pretty interesting exhibits, like, you know, stuffed taxidermied animals. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> Very old doll that Nona was into. So, yeah, that was pretty cool. And so how many days were you staying there? Just two. So the first day, and and I had been like, I hadn't planned to go skiing, right? 
because I thought that was too ambitious. But I did bring all of our ski stuff. Nona's never been skiing. I love skiing. I was a ski racer in high school. But I also, I haven't been skiing since 2018. Nona was born in 2019. Wasn't going to ski while I was pregnant. You know, and then the pandemic. And it's just like, it's so expensive, so hard. But I don't know. I, in my head, like, I think in the back of my head, I was like, I did want to take her skiing. And um, on the first day, we tried to walk to Summit. We got part of the way. And Nona was playing this game where she was falling out of the sled. A very fun game called Fall Out of the Sled. <laughs> but on the street, it's a little tricky. And she was, you know, she's three. So her following direction skills fluctuate. Uh, and the weather was kind of crappy. So anyway, we didn't go to the, the mountain the first day. But the second day, we did. The weather was perfect. We got there. We walked to Summit. I pulled her on the sled to Summit. After we checked out, well, first we had breakfast at Huckleberry Inn, which opened at 6 a.m., which is ideal if you have a small child. Um, and I, it's just like a diner. I don't know. I love it. I, I think that was the high point for her in terms of food because there was pancakes and she liked it. The night before, we went to a place where they had fondue on the menu and it was just like cheese dip. And I'm like, I'm still disappointed oh. by it. Because I, I mean, fondue is such a fun thing to eat. Please don't put fondue on your menu unless there's something, a heating element, and we're sticking bread into hot mm-hmm. cheese. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Anyway. Yeah, rude. Rude, exactly. <laughs> it was fine, but that's not fondue. Okay, anyway, yeah. I digress. So we took, I pulled around the sled with all of our stuff to Summit, which is just this little ski hill. Um, and it was like, you know, I think it was like a quarter of a mile away. It's not, not very far. It is, you know, lugging a kid and our luggage, but it was, not, it wasn't really bad. And there was nobody there. Like, I, I don't know. It was spring break. The snow was perfect. Um, I, we rented skis for both of us. The other great thing about Summit is that kids under seven, I think, ski for, like, get free lift tickets. Um, so for me and Nona to get rental gear and me to get a lift ticket, it was like $118. Whereas if you wanted to just get one lift ticket at Meadows, it'd be $150. And I'm pretty sure they, I don't, I don't know if they charge for kids under seven, but I think they do. Um, so it was a, it was a good deal. The snow was good. And she was great. I mean, like, you know, she just, I just held her and did snow plow and we, they have a magic carpet there, which is Jamie. I know you haven't ski, right? You don't know how to ski. And we're going to take some time. We're going to go take ski lessons. You and Nona. Oh, that'd next be fun. Winter. I'm next into winter it. Because, yeah. Yeah. Cause she's not old enough for ski school yet, but next winter she will be. Oh, wow. That she, I, I she's like the best <laughs> ski lesson buddy. I imagine I'm <laughs> into it. I'm there. Yeah. Um, yeah. So she had great time and then she wanted to go on the chairlift which they have just one little chairlift and it doesn't have a safety bar. So I was like, oh, okay, chairlift. <laughs> I mean, I wanted to because it was fun going down the tiny hill, but I was like, it'd be really fun going down the bigger hill. But the chairlift for me was terrifying. I don't know. I mean, I understand that they these are old chairlifts and they can't just like put a safety bar on, but oh my gosh, a safety bar. It just makes me feel so much better. 
But she was like, this is like Disneyland. <laughs> 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 like they have safety rules at Disneyland. Um, yeah, and then we did the chairlift two times. She just she just loved it. We stopped for a cookie at one point. Um, I mean, I was legitimately holding on to her and just like skiing down the mountain, bombing down the hill. My legs definitely could only take so much. Um, but it was really fun. Great snow. So I didn't sit in in one line. I mean, it was wild how few people were there. I'm like, Summit, come on. People should be here all the time, but whatever. I'm not going to complain. Um, so does Nona now associate going on the bus with like some big grand adventure or? You know, she loves taking the bus. And I think part of it is because it's almost always going somewhere super fun or with her grandparents. Like, once my grandparents took her to school on the bus and we like drive by that bus stop and she'll be like, that's the bus stop where we stopped, you know, or we got on the bus to go to school with Grandpa and Grandpa. <laughs> so, um, yeah, she is, she loves the bus. And I'm like super excited about, you know, I grew up in a small town and I, like, it's so exciting and cool that kids can, when they get to a certain age, they can like navigate the area on their own just by public transit which is not something that was really available to me. And everybody, you know, learned how to drive, and then you have 16-year-olds just careening all over town. I, I would much rather she becomes a bus expert. I will pay for her bus pass if I can convince her not to drive. <laughs> it's a long game is what I'm saying. <laughs> well, it sounds like you're starting down that road already, Uh so I imagine, so you did your ski trip. That sounds like she had a great time, like you had a good time. Going back home, was it just about the same as it was getting up there? Any hiccups you Easier. encountered? Hmm. I mean, I think going back, I, I was actually worried because I was like, oh, the bus isn't going to be on time. You know, it's coming from Timberline. The bus, I, I even like called my dad. I was like, is the bus usually late? And he's like, when's it supposed to be there? I was like, well, in two minutes. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then it was there in two minutes, you know. Um it picked us up really close to Summit. Uh, you know, Nona had a great time because I got M&M's at the convenience store there. Yeah, on the way back, I ended up, we ended up taking the Max um, to Park Rose, I think. Is that? No, that's not, it's not Park Rose. I don't know. We took the Max to somewhere, wherever you can take the Max to. I don't think you can take the Max to Park Rose. <laughs> um, uh, but, um yeah, she, it, it was it was actually easier on the way back. In fact, the hardest part of the trip back, so when we came back, it was a beautiful sunny day. And we took a bus that, you know, instead of like a three-block walk, it's like a six-block walk from our house to our house. And it was a beautiful sunny day, and Nona just like wanted to play with rocks on the, sh on the sidewalk. <laughs> so it was just like a really slow six blocks. But whatever, I didn't care. I was carrying that ridiculous sled. <laughs> yeah wow. it was a it was a really easy trip back i i was amazed at how on time the buses were how easy they were i in fact like i think even if you don't want to take the bus all the way from your front door like taking the bus either from the gresham transit center which has a park and ride or sandy or anywhere even along um on the way up to mount hood there, there's a couple like park and ride spots for mount hood express i mean it's just so much nicer than driving up there. So 
if people want to kind of follow in your footsteps and do the similar trip on the bus, any advice, your your best tips and tri- tips and tricks for doing it? Yeah. Well, if you have a three-year-old, definitely snacks and treats. Um, and, oh, cash. You got to bring cash for uh, the Sam and the Mount Hood Express. So bring exact change because they don't give change. It's basically you put money into a, a box. Um so yeah, exact change. Plan out your bathroom stops um, and check the schedule in advance so you know that you're getting basically so you know that you're getting to Sandy at the time, the right time, or else have a plan to hang out in Sandy, which is also fine. Um, and yeah, I mean, I would say don't be scared of it. You know, I was legitimately kind of um, intimidated by the idea because. We're so used to taking cars everywhere. It seems like that's so easy, you know, and the idea of taking the bus can be intimidating. Like, I'm going to have to transfer a bunch. Um, I don't know. I don't know why it's so intimidating. But even for me, a person who, like, loves taking transit, it is intimidating. So I understand that. But it just worked out so well. And I, you know, it's fun for a kid, but as an adult, too, it's like, I would much rather arrive someplace um, not so stressed out that I can't relax, you know? Like, not gripping the wheel, like, ah! <laughs> and I think in the summer it would be even better, right? Because you don't even have this worry about maybe it'll get delayed because of weather or whatever. So I, I plan to try it again, do it again in the summer. And um, I was telling Jamie this earlier, but I would love to take Nona on a camping trip without a car and there's lots of places on Mount Hood you can go camping I think the difficulty there is just you know it's too late to get a camping site for next summer already <laughs> but <laughs> I'm gonna find some place I can take Nona camping without a car well that, I was gonna ask you what your next adventures were because I know you've got more car-free stuff coming up aside from camping any any other destination you're you got your eye on for car-free travel oh I really want to go to Bend mm. I there are multiple ways you can take the bus to Bend, and I really want to do that. I don't know when I'm going to have time to do that. Um, I'm also now this is what I'm pitching, so everyone just like email my editor and tell them I should do this. But I want to take the train to Vancouver, BC. Um, like that would be super fun. It's just so easy, and you can international travel without a you know without a car. Like yeah. walk out your door and go to a different country. How cool is that, you know? I mean, I know you can do that. <laughs> you can do that on a plane, but um, there's something special about not taking it. I mean, I would love to take take the plane to, to Hawaii, but um, <laughs> I'll take the bus to the airport. <laughs> but, um, the, yeah, no, I think taking the train to Vancouver would be so cool. Or to even to California, take mm-hmm. a sleeper car. But these are maybe more ambitious projects that uh, I, I still have to convince the editors that they're what I should be doing. <laughs> so if any listener wants to just email <laughs> anyone at the Oregonian, be like, you know what I would like Lizzie to take the train to Vancouver, BC. That'd be cool. <laughs> you heard it. Uh, send your emails in. Let's start a campaign to Lizzie to Vancouver. <laughs> I'd love to put so we have this electric bike that's another thing I want to write about is like electric bike because it's really cool it would be it would be fun I don't know how hard it would be to put your electric bike on the bus 
But like, ah. take your electric bike to Vancouver? What? What? That'd be so fun. Well, there's so many good ideas. That's why I love talking to you about this. Well, and anyway, you know what? If any of your re- your listeners have any ideas too, places they want me to go, I love I like love suggestions. This was suggested to me by multiple people, and it was already on my on my mind, and that's why I did it. So, um, yeah, tell me what you think I should do, and what a three year old might like. <laughs> Disneyland? Can we go to Disneyland by train? I know it's possible. There you go. Long train <laughs> ride. I think perhaps long train ride. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Lizzie, thank you so much for for sharing your tips and trip tips and tricks and <laughs> stories yeah. um, from your travels. Always such a joy having you on, and uh, look forward to hearing about more car free adventures to come. Yeah, look forward to going on more car free adventures, and it's so fun to talk to you guys. So thanks for letting me be here. Well, folks, that will do it for now. Until next time, you can watch our videos on the Oregonians YouTube channel and view all of our travel and outdoors coverage on OregonLive.com travel, as well as HereIsOregon.com. Please leave us a rating or review if you enjoy the show. And if you want to support this podcast, as well as our local journalism, please consider a subscription to Oregon Live. You can find details at OregonLive.com slash pod support. Also, if you're a fan of the show and you're interested in potentially sponsoring it, you can get in touch with our marketing people at advertise at oregonian.com. This episode of the show was produced by me, Vicki Connor, alongside Jamie Hale. Stay safe and happy travels, everyone. Until next time, we leave you with this 10 seconds of sound.